You're listening to the Quince podcast. Is the BJP JDU alliance in Bihar showing signs of discord? Although the parties are still in an alliance in the state, recent reports from the JDU's National Executive Committee meeting are triggering speculations about a growing rift between the allies. As Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar picked Ramachandra Prasad Singh to lead the party in the meeting, he reportedly made a pretty strong statement and said that he had no desire to become the chief minister given his weakened mandate but had to continue with the responsibilities as bjp and jdu leaders told him that the polls were fought on his name what is interesting to point out here is that this statement comes barely a week after six jdu mlas defected to the bjp where the party is in opposition leaving the jdu with all but one remaining mla in the state Even as Renu Devi, one of the deputy chief ministers from BJP in Bihar, asserted that her party had not poached the JDU MLAs and that they had joined the BJP out of their free will, after the JDU meet, party spokesperson KC Tyagi said that such activities are not good signs in an alliance. So what is the JDU hinting at exactly? For this podcast, we spoke to senior journalist Nilanjan Mukhopadhyay and political commentator Amitabh Tiwari. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shalpuri. As the Bhartiya Janta Party backed almost double the number of JDU seats in Bihar for the first time in the recently concluded state assembly elections, many had predicted that this would spell trouble in the alliance. Yet, with the BJP's backing, Nitish Kumar went on to becoming the chief minister for his fourth term in the state in November. But if anybody is looking for signs of cracks in the alliance now, there are many indicators from the JDU meeting itself. The party's National Executive Committee meeting, chaired by Nitish Kumar between 26th to 27th December in Patna, was speculated to broadly focus on the party's electoral performance in Bihar State Assembly elections and also how to expand its presence beyond Bihar. But just two days before the meeting was scheduled, the report of six JDU MLAs defecting to the BJP certainly came as a jolt to the party. In Arunachal Pradesh, the party had won seven out of the 15 seats that it had contested in the 2019 assembly elections and had emerged as the second largest party after the BJP, which had won 41 seats. But now the JDU is down to just one MLA. And interestingly, even as top leaders downplayed the matter, they went on to vocally expressing anguish at this development. While JDU spokesperson Mr. K.C. Tyagi said that this development would have no bearing on Bihar, he also added that the defections were in violation of quote-unquote alliance politics. And I'm quoting a few more lines from the statements that he's given to reporters after the meeting. Quote, the party has expressed its deep anguish, displeasure and protest on Arunachal Pradesh development. It's not a good sign for alliance politics. The partners should follow the alliance politics as was practiced during Atal Bihari Vajpayee's tenure or that was being followed in Bihar for the past 15 years. End quote. But what is especially looking like a telltale sign of strains in the Bihar alliance is that amid these developments, Mr. Nitish Kumar said that he didn't really want to be the chief minister, but went ahead with it out of pressure. So is the PGP-JDU alliance starting to falter barely two months after the formation of the government? Mr. Amitabh Tiwari says that the current developments between the alliance partners ultimately originates from the Bihar election results. Although the BJP has propped Mr. Kumar as the CM, the party is now the big brother in the alliance. And this kind of arrangement can't go on for long, Mr. Tiwari speculates. See, ultimately, the, the background of this 
current story lies in the electoral battle of Bihar. So everybody knows that BJP did prop up Iraq Paswan hmm. and it ultimately brought down JDU from 71 seats to 43 seats. Hmm. And uh, one of my calculations shows that around 32 seats Chirag Paswan's party had got more votes than the margin of victory where, where JDU lost. Hmm. So this has roots in this in this electoral uh, battle in Bihar. So BJP did manage to reduce the strength of JDU, however, due to political considerations because if they don't make Nitish the CM, Nitish might just have crossed over to RJD again hmm. and become a CM there because he holds that 40, 40-odd MLAs, which is very crucial for government formation. Hmm. So this relationship has been uneasy for a long time now. In, in, in uh, 2013, Nitish left NDA when Modi was made the CM, uh, not the CM, the, the BJP campaign committee chief. Hmm. Then he joined hands with Lalu, then he came back and this. So we have to... Think about what happens to JDU after Nitish Kumar. See, J- what is JDU? Mm-hmm. How was JDU formed? JDU is essentially people or other MLAs or leaders or people who had left the Oswal Janta Dal or the Rashtri Janta Dal and some, from, and some of them are from BJP. So this entire party is of Dal Badlus, which is called in Hindi. Mm-hmm. It's not an original party per se. People jumped from Lalu's party, BJP's party, Sharad Yadav's party for, uh, at a time and formed JD. Hmm. It has a very, uh, you can say, uh, it has members who are in J- RJD, who join JDU, then they go back to RJD, then they again go, come back to JDU. So it has a very temporary sort of a membership. Hmm. So this whole thing is what happens to JDU after Nitish Kumar. See, BJP has installed Nitish as CM because of consideration. Hmm. But ultimately BJP has twice the number of MLAs as, almost twice the number of MLAs as JDU. Hmm. It's the same situation which uh, was there in uh, Karnataka. So this cannot run for long. Another possible sign of tensions between the alliance partners is that the JDU took a strong stand against Love Jihad legislations and, according to reports, passed a resolution against it as well in the party meeting. And this came just a day after Madhya Pradesh joined UP and Karnataka to pass a bill that aims to criminalise forceful conversions and interfaith marriages. In fact, after the meeting, KC Tyagi even told reporters that an atmosphere of hatred and division is being created in the society in the name of Love Jihad when the constitution itself allows two consenting adults to marry or practice any religion at free will. And as we also know, in the last couple of years, the rise of the BJP has led to much of the JDU's Muslim support to drift away in Bihar since it's an NDA ally. But is the party now trying to consolidate its larger social constituents? Nilanjan Mukhopadhyay says that the party's waning Muslim support in Bihar has become a point of concern for the JDU. And like Mr. Tiwari, Mr. Mukhopadhyay says that it's difficult to envisage that the current arrangement between the JDU and BJP will work for too long and that this move perhaps suggests that the JDU could be trying to realign its forces. Uh, the basic change which happened in the alliance after the results came out in Bihar in November was that 
the BJP became the number one party in the alliance. So thereafter, uh, while Nitish Kumar was made the chief minister, there definitely is going to be a long-term tussle going on between the two parties over primacy within the alliance. Mm. The JDU fears that the BJP is going to make inroads in the party and crack and split up the big JDU. And uh, the events in Arunachal Pradesh have increased the fears. The second aspect is that uh, a pursuit of uh, you know aggressive Hindutva politics by the BJP, Love Jihad, and other laws in other states, uh, UP, Madhya Pradesh, Himachal Pradesh, etc., mm. definitely is going to uh, you know create further problems for the JDU to retain its slight wider social consequence. Mm. A fair amount of Muslims, a lot of them have drifted away in the past few years, mm. but uh, the JDU definitely feels that it still has a, a support of a section of the Pasmanda Muslims, and it does not want to lose them, and also does not want to lose the opportunity of getting wooing the other Muslim groups which have drifted away from the party back. So, not being critical of the BJP's Love Jihad campaign is definitely going to prevent this. Mm. So, I think that the JDU is beginning to basically consolidate its... Uh, uh, social and the electoral constituency, and the process of realignment of forces is uh, beginning because it is very difficult to envisage that uh, the current uh, character of the government is going to continue till 2025. Hmm. Uh, the leadership change in JDU is also indicative that the JDU is aware that it has got to evolve with the times hmm. and it cannot be just a single one-man party any longer. Another development from the meeting that also raised some interest was the appointment of a new JDU president. Ramachandra Pasad Singh, a member of the Rajya Sabha and also a former IS officer, as we said, was picked by Kumar at the meeting to lead the party. And some reports are suggesting that this is a message to the BJP that perhaps Nitish Kumar wants to distance himself from the BJP with this move. While those speculations could have some merit to that, Mr. Tiwari says that R.P. Singh will essentially be a proxy for Nitish Kumar. I won't say that... For long, he has occupied both these positions, and there was a lot of criticism that he is occupying both these positions. Hmm. He also played dirty politics to get rid uh, uh, to get rid of Sharad Yadav from this post. Correct. So he was there for around two terms, and then there was a change in the constitution, and that is why he was, that's how he was removed. So there was a lot of criticism. So he did not probably want to occupy both the posts. And RCP Singh is not a leader of any mass support or base that he can carry forward the party. So he will essentially be a proxy for Nitish Kumar in that sense. Okay. And talking of distancing from, or rather distancing himself from negotiations, etc. See, ultimately, RCP Singh cannot take any call on the alliance or the relationship with uh, BJP without Nitish Kumar's consent. Hmm. So, it might be partially true, but it's not something of such a significance that uh, ultimately RTP Singh would decide the course of the uh, relationship of JDU and BJP. The call has to be taken by Nitish Kumar. See, Nitish Kumar might fear a repeat of what is happening in Arunachal in Bihar. Mm -hmm. How does BJP form the government in Bihar? Mm -hmm. If it really wants to form a government, if some night, some day, 20, 30 MLAs of JDU just 
leave the party and join bjp then nitish gets weekend and then bjp can ultimately install its own cm hmm. if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify geo7 and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quin website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts@thequin.com thanks for listening log on to the quin's website and check out our other podcasts